Welcome to Welcome. the podcast of the Seven Kingdoms, Season 6, Episode 5, The Door. Hashtag hold the door. First off, I want to say this is the worst episode I've ever seen of Game of Thrones, and I'm disappointed. Just on an emotional scale. And just that they would pull this kind of stunt. <laughs> no, it's it was it was amazing. It's I mean it shook my soul, as I said. We'll talk more. Text. We'll talk more about that part later. Yeah. But it's interesting that like they've had the red wedding and they've had like Ned die, and this is almost like one of the saddest things ever. But well, this is an idea I've lamented before, getting wordy, but. Uh, those scenes, while great because they're different, those aren't even really the scenes that made me a fan of Game of Thrones, honestly. I'm not uh, saying, like, good or bad. I'm just saying they were emotional. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying, like, as far as, like, a impressive, like, or, like, what they mean or, like, you know, game changer or anything like that. Like, there's other parts of Game of Thrones that it does that I just are more affected by than those scenes. I see what you mean. But anyway... We're halfway through the season, yeah. and I was just thinking, like, the season feels like it's moving really fast, like, we're five episodes in, and, like, nine pretty main characters, or a lot of main characters are just, like, dying, yeah. the Iron Islanders just get a new king after, like, two episodes of talking about it, it's just, like... Everything's coming through, it's what we talked about in the, uh, I don't know if it's past, the last episode or the episode before, but just that things are moving faster. It's, and I mean, it's, which, it's fun. Which you would expect because it's only season six and they're only doing what? Uh, one more season or two, two short seasons? Two short seasons. So, like, yeah. they've got to start making moves. Yeah. So, and I mean, I mean yeah, they're doing it here. You can you can feel things closing together. Yeah. You would expect that they have a lot more left to do. So, there should there would be no excuse at this point for things not to move fast. Right. <coughs> excuse right. Also. <laughs> I don't know what I was going to say. Go ahead. All right, then. Oh, let's just get on with the episode. I'm just going to talk about it character by character. So we'll talk. We'll start with a small one with Arya. Mm-hmm. She, I mean, has more of the fighting, which is, like, basically the same. Yeah. But then the waif is like, oh, shit, no, I'm Bruce Lee, and starts, like, giving her the face punches. Yeah. So Arya gets a new or job. Mike Tyson or something. I, I was thinking, I said Muhammad Ali when I first watched it, but I yeah. forgot. But, so, you know. <laughs> so she gets a new, like... I guess contract because she's like Assassin's Creed now. She has to take out one of these players or yeah. actors, and when she's watching the play, I like it because she's like at first she's like super she's happy because like everyone's making fun of like King Rob and Cersei and yeah. um, Jane, uh, Joffrey. Joffrey, and then like Ned comes in and he's like swinging his dick around and everything. She's like ah, not into this anymore. I'm not into this. Uh, I gotta say about that scene, I'm a little worried that they're gonna. I mean, maybe that was just in that moment, but it would be a bad choice for them to make it like that play or be, them be doing the rest stuff of the like, season. Well, affect affect the outcome of her success. Like, I see. It's been long enough. He's been dead long enough. She's gone through this whole thing with the hound, and then this anonymous thing. Not anonymous. I don't know why I call it that. Uh, faceless men thing. They're anonymous. You know, <laughs> faceless men. That she she should be enough past that to where it can affect her, like in her. I don't even think it should have been really... She should have been able to not even, like, show emotion. Like, it, like, it can affect her on the inside, but it, Arya doesn't, like... It's not like a Sansa or something where, like, someone who their emotions immediately get to them. Right. She should be able to, like, get past that at that point. It's just a play. It's not like, you know, she had to, like, see Ned's head or something. And then... But it's that would be okay. That's fine. I don't have a problem with that. But if it, like, affects, like, 
her success, like because they do the play again or something, and she's watching and she kills an extra person because she's pissed off or whatever. However it goes, yeah. that would just it would be uh, uh, illogical to what we've seen. I see so what you're saying. Yeah, but you know she uh, talks to Jack and mm. and he kind of he's basically like you can't you can't ask questions about this. You're not here to know why you kill these people. You just do it. And that's your job. Yeah. So go out there and get it done. Guess we'll see where that goes. She's probably gonna do her normal thing and kill way more people than she should. Or <laughs> well, you like said the whole play. I, I killed the guy. I killed six people also, but that's that's neither here nor there. Sorry. That's on my own time. I gave him more than he asked for. <laughs> a girl, a girl likes to do other things. A girl has other hobbies. <laughs> kill other people. Uh, I have a question about the Fatal Swing. Cause all right, have we been told like what they're like, okay, so they get paid, right? They get paid for these things, or do they just... Um, it's... I'm, I think they might do get paid. Because I'm a little confused it's on been, their it's purpose. It's been a while since I... Like, their guide... I understand the guide, their, the mini-face guide and everything. I don't understand how that works, and death and all that. But I don't understand where, like... Are they, like... Is it multifaceted, where, like, they get paid, but it also contributes to their whole ideology? Or is it that, you know, there's some other setup where it just... I'm still the system or something. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I think yeah. there is maybe money involved. Yeah, because uh, that's what it seems like is money involved, based on the fact that like when they were talking about it and stuff, and other times, he just seems to get an assignment or whatever. Like you can't, if he wasn't getting paid for, it, then it would be more of a, like a natural like this guy didn't die, so he needs to die or something like right, that. Right. Like a blade missed his head, so therefore we need to kill him. Like stuff like that. Instead of yeah, it just being like an assignment or something like that. Yeah, I just assumed it was like people paid them to yeah. get rid of other people, but we ha- I feel like we haven't seen too much of the outside world um, interacting with them. We've just seen it from the inside, yeah. so I guess we wouldn't see that stuff. Which wouldn't even also well, make... I, that's another thing. I remember like in the book, there's a scene where Arya is like, she cleans bodies for like half the book. Yeah. And there's parts where she, like, she has to like dig in their pants and like... Um, Check out take their money out and like take their old money and like sort it and stuff yeah uh which if they're getting paid why what are they doing with it they don't they walk around in rags and do nothing but clean dead bodies like what are they what are they using the money for they have to buy their cool new i have no clue (laughs) so i'm a little confused on the system here of the faceless man which all they buy food i don't want to get too distracted on everything but which all leads to like the whole idea of Jack and Nagar just being some type of fake, fake, I don't even facade. Facade, yeah, I knew I was joking. <laughs> being some type of facade and like, you know, it all being because we've never seen anyone else except him and the waif, and the waif is just someone who kind of worked under him. We've never seen like, like aren't they? They're like a society, right? They're supposed to be a group. I mean, so I'd... shouldn't there be more people, more faceless men operating within? In the book, there are more, like, disciples running around the place. Just in the TV show, we haven't seen them. I guess but, they just don't want to pay for extras. But we can only go on what the TV show gives us, because we don't Exa- know if yeah. it's going to take it a different direction than the show does it. Or, I mean, the book does it. Or maybe the book shows you a lot of people, but still it's the same thing. They're all still, like, not right. real or whatever. And he did yeah, give I mean, the backstory of the faceless man and Bravos yeah. in general, but... Yeah. Which, that's just a backstory. It, it doesn't mean yeah. that it's true. And the exactly. Game of Thrones has a whole thing about people saying things that aren't actually true but they present it in a way where in usual TV show fashion you could take it as gospel right but it's not but anyways go ahead alright we'll move on to Theon and Yara mm-hmm. so it's the king's mood it's like they just 
I expected this to be drawn out to like at least the end of the season. It was like this Donald Trump Bernie Sanders thing. They do it just like so quick. I, it was I, it was kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, it went completely different than how I thought it was gonna go. Oh really? From this, like from that moment when they were doing it, I thought you know I saw a path for where it was going, and it went. Who do you think would different win? direction? Uh, well, I assume Yara would win because I just seen where they were leading to, and I mean I knew her brother was. I thought he would like come in later, and he'd like. You know, just try to take over or something. That he would just show up and pull up immediately, uh, like uh, away. What's his name? Uh, John Snow, the guy that killed John Snow. Oh, Alistair Thorne. Yeah, I just mean, pull up Thorne, just pull Alistair, and like be like, "Yeah, I killed him. So did, what? You want anybody want step? step? I did up. it." <laughs> and yeah, but it's like his his victory was. I feel like purely in, like, a political sense, because they also got, like, half the men and all the ships, they just followed her instead. Yeah. They, but, they're pretty easy to persuade. It felt like every time someone talks, they just have to be like, ah! Yeah, it's like the latter you like, are. Yes! Yes! We're voting for this guy! It's like, it's all about the confidence. It's like, the last person that speaks in confidence, we got, we got him. We got him. And it's like, I have, I kind of have one problem with this, is after they leave, Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, crowned or whatever. Yeah. He says, all right, we're going to go kill them, which is fine. They have our ships. So everyone get to work on building a new fleet. Yeah. I'm not, I'm, I don't know anything about this. I'm pretty sure you can't just build a new fleet in time to catch up to wherever they're going. They just, they're just going like around the island. And they're, like, they're going to sit there the entire time. They're like, oh, shoot. What? We didn't think you guys would know we were just going around the corner. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, that that is true. But they are like that's like their specialty. So they can you can assume they can build it faster than most people. Yeah, they yeah. might already have some like. I assume they, they still have others, but not like as many as Theon and Yara do. They have some bases already built, but they didn't finish them or something like that. Uh, yeah, that doesn't really make sense. But that could be that could be going somewhere. Like, what if? Because uh, parts of this that whole scene was humorous, but like, what if next next time we go into them and they're like. They're like shit, we're not gonna build a bit of these in time. Nothing else happens. That would be a weird way to like play off the because they were hyping up like we know when he was talking about how powerful he is and all that stuff, and then he just doesn't get anything done like, right. the whole time. That part when um when they were uh, doing their salt islands baptism thing, I don't know what it's where called. they drown him and yeah. resuscitate him, and they like. <laughs> And he drowned, and they just like, <laughs> like, you oh, like, you like, wait for it. <laughs> you expected them to like put him on the ground, like, oh, okay, it's a, a what's the word for it? It's like a sentimental thing or whatever. Like, and then they'll just like, you know, ceremony, resuscitate him, resuscitate him, and he'll like, you know, choke it up. But now they're just like, okay, now do, we watch. <laughs> now we watch, see if he comes back. <laughs> so, where do you think Theon and Yara are going? Uh, well. He heard them talk about the Daenerys thing, right? But I don't know if I see Yara specifically planning that. I mean, I guess she's open-minded enough to think about it, but I don't know if she's going to try the same thing or... Right. Uh, I don't know where else they would go besides just somewhere far enough away. Because they don't have enough men now, because they lost some of them, right, to like just go fight. Who was she saying she was going to go attack? Because she, um, she did, she say she was gonna. Did she say she was just gonna take over everything, or did she say she was gonna go kill someone like specifically? I forget exactly what she said. Cause I know she had a purpose, but I don't remember what it was. I know she was saying like we've been doing nonsense and we need to like take over. But well, I know. I mean, I remember what she said in the book was basically we can't. We're islanders. We can't really hold the mainland. We need to stick to islands. Yeah. But I don't. I don't know if that's what she said in the show. Yeah. Uh. 
but you assume that one of them, either, um, what's their uncle's name? Euron. You assume either you're, what is this show's problem? <laughs> and like, why does everyone in the same area have to have a similar sounding name? Families, they stick to the same names. It's so annoying. It's like you, you, you learn one set, and then you're like, oh, here's another set. Like, I have these characters' names I already know, but then they add another one, and you're like, oh, uh, Joffrey? Now meet... Jeffrey. J- Joffrey. Joffrey. <laughs> Or whatever, like in the book, it's like Balon. They have another brother, Victorian. Another one called Yoron. One called Aaron. It's just, it's confusing. Uh, but yeah, uh, you assume either Yoron or Yora is gonna make it to Daenerys at some point, or he's yeah. she's gonna make it to one of them at some point in some fashion. They'll hook up, and yeah, or maybe they. I mean, they're not gonna hook up like that. I don't think. I. Also, it seemed more interesting if Euron was just working with Yura and, and um, Theon. Oh, just like a ploy or whatever? Yeah. Them, That'd be pretty cool. Them, well, no, not that they were planned it out, but them fighting, to me, seems less interesting than them just working together from the get-go. Okay, and, I see. like, him being an actual uh, valued leader or whatever, and they're just working together. Right. And, like, them fighting and that, that like, because that could take a whole other, you know, season or something before they even <laughs> get anything done. <laughs> Alright, let's talk about Tyrion. Um, pretty short scene there in the pyramid. Yeah. And they have a red priestess come in, and she's basically like, I can... She's quite a looker off Me and my hope. But she has that necklace, so she's probably like 6,000 years old. She wasn't right then. <laughs> she wasn't right then, as long as she wears the necklace. She's like, yeah, me and my homies, we're gonna... We'll, we'll make people like her. It'll yeah. be cool. She's the prophesized one the pro- yeah the prophesized one even though Melisandre's like I'm pretty sure John is the one but then she just like goes on this whole thing where she like makes Varys super uncomfortable he makes like a really weird face and mm-hmm. she just like yeah I know about how you got cut and you always hear these voices and he's like hmm don't know how I feel about that <laughs> yeah that was the only time that Varys was like ever unseated <laughs> shook or whatever he was like oh god and I now, I don't remember everything that he t- happened when he th- told that story to Tyrion, but didn't he say that no one else knew about it besides Tyrion? Yeah. Uh, so that, I mean, essentially means she knows something that no one else could have possibly known. Exactly. And also, um, except that she, like, she had, like, she was working with the sorcerer that did it to him, and she was, like, right there next well, to him. Or she like, is the sorcerer. Oh, no, because he's in a box. I'm like, <laughs> you, like, find out that, like, she was just there. That's the only reason she knew. She's in the corner. Um... I forgot where I was going with that. Uh, when, when she was talking about what the person in the flames was saying, was that supposed to be that the like they were saying something to let them know it's the Lord of Light? Or like what what was she implying that, that what the voice was saying or who the voice was? The voice I was talking to bears? Yeah, in the fire. I don't think they were supposed to be like implying it. It was just like that she knew. Yeah, but no, but she said it in a pointed way. Like she said, like, what did she say? Uh... Whose voice was that? Or she either said whose voice was that, or what were they saying, or both things. Oh, there's probably the Lord like that. Yeah, so it implies that it was at least something that you know is particular or whatever. Anytime a fire talks, it's probably yeah, it's probably him. Well, I didn't know if she meant like or her. She, I didn't know if she meant like uh, it was Daenerys's voice or something like that. Oh, I see like you know, mean. like it could like it, the prince that was promised or yeah anything like that and he like you know in the back of his head thought oh that sounds familiar but he doesn't really know or something like that yeah. but I guess either I guess if it's not the Lord of Light we'll find out but it 
it might have just been that it was the Lord of the Light. I don't know how he would know. I guess he just heard voices, and then you could say it's the Lord of the Light because it's full of fire. But I guess. All right. So then we have like one Daenerys scene where she's talking to Dario and Jorah, mm-hmm. and Jorah just immediately comes out of the grayscale closet. He's like, "Hey, check this out," and she's like, "Hmm." I mean, she almost was, as direct as that penis scene in the play that we didn't talk about, but it was we, too much. There's nothing really to talk about. It was just too much in your face. It was no, no. Wait, let me. I'm saying that wrong. I'm saying that wrong. It was just it was off putting the way it was like. First of all, it was unexpected. Yeah, it was unexpected because they've never done that. But it was also like, well, they did it once with Hodor. I don't, cause I get. I guess they're trying to even out the equality. It's like, but it's like if they flash to just like a girl's vagina, like. Uh, off out of nowhere like it's not even like you're like oh we're in a brothel we're about to see naked women or something like that it's just you go from a normal <laughs> mostly normal scene to like just like some genitalia you never see in your well, face to be fair that whole play scene i wouldn't say that was normal for game of thrones standards there was like rhyming and a dancing and yeah, a fart they've done, they've fart done play jokes they've played jokes like that before i guess but anyway so daenerys is basically like you know, we've we've had a big back and forth, but you're cool now. Mm-hmm. Go find the scale for go find a cure for grayscale because that's, you know, fairly easy thing Will to do. He? What will he? Oh, he might. What do you think? We're on a, we're doing a podcast thing. I mean, I know the answer, so. Oh, you do. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Zach just whispered me the answer, so he ruined it. Bastard he kills everybody. <laughs> Gives it to everybody. He becomes the grayscale master, and he takes up. That would I would like that. That'd be nice. So you tell me, will he? Um, unbiased opinion. First of all, do you like Jorah? He's alright. He's alright. Interesting. He uh, his like a Daenerys deception has been like a little tiring at times, but it's neither here nor there. Um, I guess he is. I guess you could say since Game of Thrones is pretty big on the particulars that he wouldn't that he's gonna show up at some point. Like some shows would just be like, Oh, he's never we're never gonna see him again. We it's, don't know if he found it or not. Why would he we have all this stuff about grayscale if it wasn't important? True, that all that too. Uh, so everything's relevant. So you assume we're gonna see him again at some point. Will he find so. it? Maybe. Uh, whether he finds the cure or not, he will be back. Essentially is you know Yeah, what we're the consistence. Alright, so let's get to the two, I would say, biggest plots of the episode. Mm-hmm. First, we'll start with John. So, he and Sans are kind of talking there. Well, first of all, Sans, I, she goes to meet some little finger. Mm-hmm. And I know a few people who I talked to were like, oh, yeah, she's just going to have him killed immediately. Yeah. But, like, I feel like that was never a viable option. Well, she still, it's clear that she still has some attachment to him, even as little as it is. I wouldn't say it's necessarily well it is attachment but it's more like I think she can still Stockholm Syndrome she can still find uses for him yeah um like she can easier she could use him to get like the Vale army well yeah everything's politics she wouldn't have any like emotional attachment she doesn't like him anymore well I think but you don't have to actually like justify like I said Stockholm Syndrome you can just like it's in it's in context everyone else in this world has been even worse than little figure to, little figure to her. So uh, I, in I comparison, he'd actually been okay, even because he he didn't technically endorse what Ramsey did. She knew that he knew that it probably would happen, but he didn't. It's not like he specifically, you know, 
told Ramsey to rape her or something but like that. It, he might as well have by giving her to him. Yeah. He knew what was no, going to happen. No, I know. He's, she, she's in her rights to kill him or take his dick <laughs> off, whatever she wants to do. I'm just saying. She'll marry like, him to Ramsey. It's still possible for her to have like some type of like uh, small amounts of attachment to him. Because for a second okay. there... He was helping her, and like he had her in a better place than she had ever been, as far as before he gave her to the Bolton. So she I could guess. still like be, you know. But, but yeah, yeah, what you say is also true. I think she knew that she needed him for certain things. Yeah, and he kind of lets her know that her uncle Brendan. All right, let's go back because people might not remember Brendan Tully, mm-hmm. or hit or how could you not remember Brendan Tully or I mean, Edward Tully? Who they stole the show. Stole the show. Alright, so let's go back to maybe his greatest scene ever. It's the beginning of season three. Catelyn's dad died, which is like, you also probably don't remember that. But they're having his funeral where they're sending a casket down the river mm-hmm. on a little boat. And there's a guy who's shooting arrows at it. Wait, that funeral wasn't Catelyn's dad, though, was it? Yep. Did See? they show him dying? No, it was off screen. He's out of Because I remember the funeral, but I felt like that was someone else. He's the one character in the series who died of old age. Yeah. So, like, the first guy comes up, and he's shooting fire arrows down the river, and oh, he yeah. misses, like, five times. That's Catelyn's brother, Edmure. Mm-hmm. The Red Wedding was his wedding, when he married a Frey. Yeah. And we don't know what happened to him. Yeah. He's... Well, they carried him out, right? They carried him out of the room, but we don't know if they killed but him But those were the Frey's uh, people, though, that carried him, basically. Yeah, what I'm saying is, they carried him to his wedding, yeah. like, bed. Yeah. But we don't know if they, like... Just killed him or yeah. what? Or he got away or something. Exactly. I I always just assumed that he died because of the the fact that that was all planned. And at least some of the phrase men were there. And they knew that that's where he was going. Right. So you can assume that if he didn't die, he fought to the death to get out. And that he doesn't give off the impression that he's the fight to the death and, and actually accomplish it and get out type of guy. So Interesting. I assumed he died. Alright. And who made me a slightly more important character Ed, uh, Catelyn's uncle mm-hmm. he's called the Blackfish because in his family he's kind of like he's like the black sheep of that family yeah. like in the book it's um, hinted at that he's gay Yeah. and they talk about like he won't marry even like when a good wife is set up for him he's like no I'm not doing it I'm doing my own thing he's the one who at the wedding or funeral knocked the guy aside and was like give me the bow I'm doing this right and hits it in one shot. Yeah. Uh, fast forward to the Red Wedding, he's like, I've got to go take a piss. See you later. Oh shit, everyone's dead. We haven't heard anything from him since. Mm-hmm. So we hear that he has somehow retaken River Run and has a, an army. Yeah. So Sansa goes to John, and when they're kind of planning out their strategy, you know, John's like, oh, well, we can't have these three huge houses, but if we, you know, pull up all the small ones around them, we can, you know, kind of stand a chance and then yeah and Sansa lets her know that they have Brendan who could uh, help with that so they send Brienne down to get him and Sansa and Jon and Tormund and Davos and Melisandre and um assistance name Pod yeah I think he's going with Brienne no he's going with I'm pretty sure he's going with Brienne. Because he just left in the rut of Sansa and was Brienne in the scene. Well, I guess. They, they all left together. Because remember Tormund gave Brienne that look? Yeah. I'm worried because 
in typical, like, I don't know, the things that make me worry about Game of Thrones, it's like, oh, Brienne, anytime anyone separates, or they might be separated, or there's a chance for them to separate, it's, like, concerning, because one of those, because you know that's going to come back to bite them in some fashion or whatever. I can see that. Like, you know that, like, either Brienne's going to die, Pod's going to die, Sansa's going to die, or John's going to die. I mean, John's not going to die, but... Money's on Pod. So, you know, one of them is going to get hurt because they're separated from each other. And it's like a Scooby-Doo thing. Like, come on. What, you know your odds are best when you're all together. You don't, it's not like you're, like, super, like, uh, first of all, is, isn't Brienne just going by herself in Pod? She's going with Pod. But, I mean, she, she's proved time and time again good, that just her is enough. But she should have, like, well, I guess they don't have that many people to sit with her. But for that right. whole reason, I don't know. It just feels more, just feels better if they just all stay together. I don't know. I, I feel like it's probably gonna be alright uh and you assume Santa's not gonna die but you know just one more strong person there to keep her safe also helps well uh, I I think the assumption though is that John has the wildling army yeah well yeah which is enough to keep yeah, at Sansa least like should, four people safe Sansa should be fine it's just the it's just the separation where you like uh well is Brienne gonna be fine then because they don't mean. think about it. is Brienne gonna be fine everybody's worried about Sansa but also the other thing is when people separate, they also tend to like, like you know, Brian and Pod are going off by themselves. But a lot of times when that happens, they end up that whoever separates ends up hooking up with like some other, other people, and it, yeah. a lot of times can end up fine. Yeah. Um, or they never make it back to the person they split up from. Exactly. Which is often the case. I mean, that's like Arya's entire storyline. It's just like being separated from people and just like, all right, I love, I'm with, I'm with them now. <laughs> Uh, where do you think that's going? No idea. So where do you think that's going? <laughs> no idea. No idea. All right then. Uh, oh, I had to think about that. We should not. Uh, everyone should not take what Littlefinger said about Brandon. Exactly. Is gospel. That's what I was gonna say because last thing we heard was that Walter Frey was Lord of the, of the Riverlands. Which would mean he has River on, and I don't under, I don't really think that it'd be easy to take it from him. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure on Littlefinger's intent on that. Of course, he has the uh, philosophy that he should, you know, betray anyone who serves his needs. I don't know if he would just. I guess if Sansa's against him now, I guess he would do whatever he needs to. But I don't even know what that would really accomplish. I guess he could like weaken. The Boltons, and then he could come in and take over or something like that. Right. Because, I mean, if they win, or they, you know, they don't really have to get. They can still win without Brendan, right? Or whatever. They would help, but. It would be way close. It would be a way closer battle. Yeah. More, but, I'd say more more saying that the Boltons would have a better chance. Where are John and Sansa headed? I think they're just going around the north to um, those, like, smaller houses. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that's the thing. If they don't get Brandon, then they probably won't even go to attack Ramsey. It's, I mean, it's not as likely. So I don't even know how him lying about that would, like, in, like, exp- like, uh, definitely help his cause or whatever. Right. But that is, is some other like thing. That is the one thing I like about Littlefinger. Is I mean, yeah. Maybe his plan doesn't seem like it makes sense in the moment, but it may. Later. It, like six seasons later. <laughs> and um. In hindsight, it's probably like, oh, it will die. He was just doing his thing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's it. Let's, let's, I don't even care about the rest of this. Let's get to the good stuff. Yeah, all right. Bran, I'm going to start with a little bit of history. Yeah. Because we get to see how they made the White Walkers, which is completely new territory. Mm-hmm. All right, so thousands and thousands and thousands of years ago, mm-hmm. 
Westeros was only inhabited by when Jesus was made. When Jesus, no. <laughs> when Jesus was made. When the one true Morty was born. No. Um, the children of the forest, which are these little people who live in the cave, mm-hmm. they were the only ones who inhabited Westeros. Yeah. All right. So, from Essos, people came in. They were called the First Men. Yeah. That's like essentially, if you ever, if you look at a map. If you notice around the north, it's like kind of squeezed there in the middle. Yeah. Essentially, anyone who lives in this area up, uh, they they consider themselves like, uh, relative or, like the blood of the first men. Yeah. So they came in. The troll of the forest were like, "Fuck no! This is our place. You have to get out of here." They fought them, and if you notice here in Dorne, yeah. at the bottom, there's like, like a, a bunch visual of... thing is good for podcast. I'm saying people should be looking at a map right now. <laughs> He's showing it to me, but yeah, it's right. fine. I don't. They they get the uh, you know. Yeah. So the on the southeast part of Dorne, mm-hmm. there's like all these little islands in the middle of Dorne and Essos that are pretty close. Yeah. They used to be connected, like very. It's like, in in Alaska, has that tiny, like bridge of land that mm-hmm. freezes over once every like twenty years. Yeah. It was kind of like that, so when the first men came over, the children of the forest were like no, and they did this thing where they brought like the fucking ocean in and broke it up like disconnecting the two areas so the guys that were left over they fought them for like a long time and they essentially came to a peace but that's one thing we learned about in this episode is I guess the way that happened uh, that the children force won is mm-hmm. they I guess kidnapped a human and like turned him into the night king turned him into, or I guess yeah night, the night's king well I yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's it's hammer if they breed or what. You, I don't know. I assumed that he that, turned him into the first other. I assumed that he. I was trying to look at the Night King to tell if you could like tell if they look similar. Or it's not. hard to tell. You can't really. But just the way that the Night King like started in this episode specifically, exactly, makes me think that. And it was just one guy. If they had like a bunch of guys and they were doing it too, it was just that one guy that they that first did it to. Makes me think that that is the Night King. Yeah. That he is the Night King, which is interesting. But so I guess like then they used the Walkers. Uh, there's also another thing. It's like the whole like I guess race of those people is called White Walkers. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the human ones who like you know those four guys on the horses, the ones who have the blue eyes and the powers. Yeah. They're called the Others, and like all the like I guess zombies you could say yeah. are just called Walkers. So I, I, I thought they were called like some dead thing or something like that. Like, uh, isn't there another name for them or something? Whites. They're also oh, yeah. called whites. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. But um, yeah, and like the reason Winterfell is called Winterfell is because when they fought the White Walkers, that's where they like got beat oh, okay. on that area. Yeah, with the giant spiders and stuff. Exactly. Not seen yet. I'm waiting for my giant spiders. <laughs> also interesting. Um. The wall wasn't there originally, obviously, mm-hmm. and the person who built it was called Bran the Builder, short for Brandon, but Bran, Bran Stark. Yeah. We're going to get to that in a minute. All right, so in the cave, Bran is Well, like, let me ask you a question about the White Walkers before we get into that. Uh, uh, I'm confused on their, like, uh, hierarchy, like... So the Night King's the main one. He's in charge of everything. I assume he's like the big boss. But we've seen other White Walkers who like are portrayed in like a like I know the horse ones, the human ones are like higher up, uh, like 
Because there's some of the White Walkers, like the one we saw at the beginning of this uh, show, doesn't have like the armor or... Right. He had a horse, though, didn't he? Or did he not? I don't think he did. See, so you assume that that one is like... But we did see one with a horse at the end of season two. So are the White Walkers... And we've seen other White Walkers that don't have the armor and stuff. The so... others. I think there's like a hierarchy of them, kind of like with humans, how yeah. it's like... But it doesn't get down to the level where there's like thousands of them. Yeah. Well, I'm saying, so you have the Night King, and then you have the other lower ones that are, like, generals or whatever with the armor. They're, like, the lords or whatever. Yeah, then you have other White Walkers that look the same as the generals, but they don't have the armor, or technically maybe not a horse. I get, yeah, the horse so, is the big deal. <laughs> so, Thanks for spinning on the table. So I'm, like, uh, smacking the table. Uh, I don't know. I guess, I mean, I don't know. Do you have anything else to fill in on that, or? Is that all you know also? And that's basically, I mean, we don't really know. Yeah. This is the most we've ever learned about them, Cause which I is exciting. lost track sometimes of when they're fighting. Because sometimes I'll see them, like, when Jon Snow fought the one uh, or other times, you're like, oh, that's the boss because I forget that there's other ones or anything like that. And I, like, think, that, yeah. oh, this is the main one and he's going to, like, you know. <laughs> but Because uh, the one Jon fought was just one of the normal long-haired ones, I right? think he was just a regular one. Did he, did he have, like, long hair like most of them do? Pro, I think so. Like the long way here and the armor and stuff like that. Whatever. Beer. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why the rest of them look exactly like that for some reason. And I, don't, I don't know what that is. They it's just like, have that one model and they're like, oh, we're sticking to it. Once you become a human White Walker, you just grow long hair <laughs> and everything, I guess. And right. is that another one? So the things that people turn into after they die. The whites. They, the, no, the that, reanimated ones. Yeah, the, no, the whites are the ones that he raises up. I thought, but they're like you know how they burn bodies so that they don't come back, is what you call it. Does is that that's they're all the same thing. Oh, doesn't doesn't the Night King have to make that happen, or is that is that automatic? I always assumed it was automatic, but I feel like it's one of those things where they had one idea of it in the beginning of the show, yeah. but then later they, they changed it. Yeah, because I never, I also never got the idea that they were skeletons. But well, that one guy that John killed, well, the the ghost killed the very like in the first yeah, season. That definitely wasn't Night King's doing. He just came back like, that, immediately. That's why I assume that I always thought it was just. But he didn't work. Thing. The thing is, he didn't work the same as the whites did, though. The whites were like skeletons and stuff like that. That's what I'm saying. Is like they had that one idea in the beginning. Yeah. But then they were just like oh wait no we're gonna but I was thinking it. it could also be like I don't know if I read this or anything but it could be like that he is a certain kind that he brings back that he raises up and then there's a certain kind that come to just I can see it. I can easily come see back that. from death immediately but you know um, I guess until they expound give us more examples or yeah something. if they until they specifically tell us I'm like we're not really gonna know yeah alright but so they're in the cave and Bran is like being a little asshole he's throwing rocks at the three-eyed raven like wake up he's crawling, crawling around and he attaches a branch and like just mm-hmm. sneaks into like a bad memory or it's not even a memory it's just the present yeah. and he walks through like he walks by the tree where the knight I guess the knight's king was born like we'll say and he's walking through all the wa- mm-hmm. the uh, whites. whites and like there's four others right there and he's like oh cool and he touches them he's like oh shit well also they distracted him by, because, well, first he looks at them, he's like, oh, did the Night King just see me? And then all the whites turn at him, he's they like, oh, shit, they can see me, and then he turns around, and he's like, and the Night King's like right he's there. He's like right up on him. He's like, I guess the Night King's, you know, also Batman, because he's good at, you know, Being stealth. <laughs> Doesn't seem like he should be, but, eh, whatever. It's an altered reality. 
Uh, yeah, but then he marks them, and he shows up back at the cave with yeah. the mark, and everything gets going. Well, I like that scene, though, where, like, right when Bran wakes up, and the three-eyed raven's like, he touched you, just, <laughs> Bran, tell us, tell him, tell us where the bad man touched you. It's like, he was asleep, but he was also immediately aware of exactly what happened. I feel like he probably let Bran do that, but, uh, I don't know, we'll never based know Based on that. what happened, I don't know if it would be necessary for him to let that happen. I don't think enough was gained out of that to... Now, this, you know, the stuff that happens later, I have my ideas on the purpose of that and what the Three-Eyed Raven was intending, but I don't think it seemed necessary for him to take it that far yeah. to let that happen. Maybe he couldn't control it. Maybe he couldn't stop the Night King anyways, so he just let that part happen. I see what you're saying. So anyway, um, I guess the Night King was like, all right, he's on his... Or, Thread Raven was like, he's on his way. You're not ready. You have to be me, but you're not ready to be me. So he's just showing him more m- memories before they leave. Yeah. And my problem is, I don't I don't know what... I have an idea, but I don't really mm. know why him being in the yard of Winterfell when Ned leaves mm. is so important. Yeah. It's like, you couldn't think of anything better to show him than this, yeah. but I... We'll probably learn... I think at least by the end of the season. Well, I was going to say about that, but let's go through the whole thing first. Yeah, exactly. uh, yeah, I want to get through this. When, well, upon second watch, I didn't notice the first time that, um, what's her name? Um, Mira. Mira notices that the, probably that the White Walkers are there because everybody's breath is I didn't over. notice either. I, the first time I watched it, I thought she just like had like some type of sixth sense and she was just like, oh shit, they're coming. We forgot. We were talking about Hodor stuff. Also, when she's talking to Hodor yeah. and she's listing off like five foods that they could eat, yeah. I was I was like one hundred percent sure that she was gonna die. Luckily, she made it. Also, when she first ran off, because I didn't notice the um, the breath thing, I also thought for a second is she she's just, just I'm out. Yeah, she's just running away. <laughs> like she was like getting like good luck, guys. She's being nice and she's like shit. I can't do this. I'm gone. <laughs> just like ran away. Uh, and they made sure to make Hodor like say. Like, they like, oh, in case they forgot that he doesn't, he only says Hodor, let's make sure he says Hodor seven times. Well, it's interesting because in the previously on, they show Hodor a lot. Oh, yeah, they do. And I, and it's I, like, what, why? Yeah, in the beginning, I was like, I, I didn't even notice it, but on the second rewatch, I was like, oh, it's so obvious now. Yeah, sometimes they do that, and it's like, that's so clear because it's, you wouldn't even, because we, we're not even on that character right now, so yeah. you know, we know, and I'm not even talking about just Game of Thrones, I'm just talking about shows that do that in general. The, the other the previ- podcasts we do, Justified, has something like that sometimes. The previously on, always, almost always, yeah. if you're like, if you're, um, what, if, focused? If you're focused enough or whatever, yeah. it's going to spoil it for you in some way. Well, it's like, the characters that we were just doing stuff on are like, they're the main characters last episode, that's fine. You could show me anything from their past, and I wouldn't really be able to piece together exactly what's going to happen. If you show me some character we haven't seen yeah. for four seasons, if you show, if or you a show, minor character, if you show John being like, "Oh, Benjen, Benjen left and he hasn't come back," we know yeah. he's going to have some kind of like influence on the yeah. episode. Even though they did that one a couple times, and nothing really—it's like small like information. That, that was like they trolled you with it. <laughs> it's like small bits of information. They'd be like, "Benjen, blah blah blah," and then it'd be like, "We heard Benjen did something," and then that's the end. They'd be like, "Okay, why yeah. do you even put that in the preview song?" Anyways, moving on. All right, so um, you know the Night's King is there. It's time to it's time to hop. Yeah. So Bran, uh, Mira is you know trying to fight off the whites as they're coming in. Yeah, and ch- the children are basically all wiped them. out. Well, they're guarding them before, and then they get wiped out. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. Summer has like the most unceremonious and pointless death. True. Of most of Direwolves. Yeah. Uh, 
brands in his memory, and he's like, all right, we've got to go. Uh, the Thread Raven's like, you got to listen to her. You can get out of here. So he walks into Hodor, and Hodor like, starts carrying him out. Mm-hmm. And all the way out, that last Children of the Forest, she like it's like a, like an action movie. She like, says, like, you go ahead. And she has a bomb in her hand, and she like blows the tunnel behind them. It was like Mission Impossible or something. Uh, when the Three-Eyed Raven had... Let's go over that before we get to the Hodor part. When the Three-Eyed Raven had him in there... Um, he had the reason. Basically, it was it was multifaceted. I feel like the reason you had him there is like, just make sure that Bran can like learn to like not get lost into what he's looking at because he for a second. Oh, so he was like stay focus there. on the outside world as well as yeah yeah. Well, well, so he wouldn't go there like go to that whatever you call that place the tree thing, whatever you know the spiritual place. The spiral like, tree. Yeah, and get stuck there. Like, if he does it without the three-hour even, then he refuses to leave. Kind of like when he saw the Night's King, and he... Yeah. Like, he... If he had been more trained, he may have been able to leave sooner than... Yeah. Give him a reason to not get lost in that environment. And then also, uh... I feel like... What I was talking about earlier, I feel like he brought him there so that... Hodor, so that he would... Uh, the Hodor thing with... Obviously, you know, we'll just say it. the hold hold the door. What Mira says when Hodor holds the door for the whites to not get through, uh, is like why he got the name from because it flashed through. He, so he 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 needs to make Brand cause that to happen. Well, he well, hold on. He flashes it through to Brand's. Uh, it comes into that reality, and that like causes some type of switch thing that gets to Hodor in that time and makes him like have that uh, stroke thing. Okay, I turn to Hodor. Turn to where he says the word Hordor. Is that not how you... I'm how having, it happened? That's the only way it could happen. How else would he get affected like that in that time? I'm... I'm, I'm sorry. It's like, when we talk about time travel, it always gets yeah. confusing. What? Does, well, in... Okay, and what are we calling Brent's uh, spiritual tree reality thing? What are we... When he has flashbacks? No, when he... Well, yeah. When he looks at the flashbacks yeah. and everything. What is that called? What's called flashbacks? Um, well, they're not flashbacks, because he's... I mean, because we've seen that it's not just flashbacks. For our purposes, let's just say the word flashbacks. I don't like the word flashbacks. All right. I like a better, let's say spiritual place. Okay, this gets so confusing. <laughs> okay, so when Bran's in his, let's special place now. When Bran's <laughs> in his spiritual place, um, he hears Mira saying, hold the door. Yes. So, he, like, you know, he hears it there. So, and then Hodor, the Willis, the younger Hodor, yeah. starts having like his stroke seizure whatever thing well he does that because Bran works into him yes well, Bran Bran works into him in the past but it yeah. like works into him in the future yes and I assume that's what causes his incident well that's part of it but I felt like also the I felt like it was like a, both things it's like him having to be untrained and like focus on her saying hold the door and stuff like that it was like a link that okay. made the hold the door cross into Hodor and yeah, made him like mess up. Like maybe yeah. if Bran had just done that, but he wasn't also trying to pay attention to what was happening in it's real like, life. Since he was listening to her and doing this, it all kind of culminated in Hodor's head. Yeah. Causing him to have his Hold the door stroke. Thing. Yeah. Hodor thing. And turning into Hodor. The saddest thing on TV. Ever. Uh so I think that the three eyed raven 
brought him like because at first when you first see them looking at that again you're like what the fuck is he what this is the most important thing you could show him right now what is this what is this I mean, i'd assume that maybe that moment specifically wasn't important but it was leading like he had like four more memories lined up that he wanted to show him but didn't well, really have time well you would assume the three i raven knew exactly how much time he had I mean, that he you, did he though? He knew that he didn't have much time at all. So it's not like he was gonna be like, "Well, let's plan our day. We're gonna go see seven different uh, past things." Well, you just, you, even though we only have five seconds, you just show him a shorter version of each one. <laughs> I think that the whole thing was planned by the Three A Raven. Is that he? The whole reason he took Brand there was because because uh, he knew that thing with Hodor was gonna happen, and yeah. he needed Brand to know that he can affect reality. I think that's essentially what that whole thing was for. Yeah, I get that. Because Bran can, he can time travel. Yeah, so now Bran knows that he what he does in that spiritual place can affect things that are happening in real life. Yeah. And what context and how that works because it's difficult like time travel like you said is that is it like a that's so raven type of fashion? Never where, seen it. Whatever. Oh my god. We well now we got another podcast. <laughs> is it like a that's so raven fashion? Well, essentially, Zach, what happened to that show was that everything she she could see the future. So whatever she tried to prevent something like, oh, Johnny got pants today. She was just causing it. She would just cause it. Is it like that? Where, I assume like, it's like that. Is it like that where Bran, yeah. Like, like I don't think he's going to go back and change something and come back to a different reality. Yeah. He's going to come back to the same thing. Yeah, he's going to be like completely pointless. Yeah. In Which that would realm. fit with the whole hoarder thing since that was already set up, essentially. Yeah. Um, or is it gonna be the other way where he can change things or whatever? You know, I doubt. I feel like that's too too easy. Yeah, I mean, there may be like some type of uh, set rule within the TV show for that, like where sometimes he could change it, but sometimes it won't change. Like you know, what I'm saying like so that way, so that way they can't just like uh, be like Brand saved the, the, everything just by going in the past once or something like that. They make some type of built-in rule. They get to the point where Game of Thrones just has two realities, and it's like. 30 minutes each every episode it's like the same things happen but like slightly different and in the end they have to come back together the show gets even that more confusing uh yeah this even this now this conversation is getting confusing just because we're talking about it but so then but i I just feel like that that was the whole point and purpose of it for three Raven and for us as the viewers yeah i mean we still haven't seen what's in that tower so true we're gonna have to eventually that is true why i guess he's gonna go back or something that's what i'm saying is i thought he wanted to like show him memories leading up to that just so we got the full context we didn't have time I don't think but, so. but I still think Bran's gonna find some vine, vines or whatever that he can do that with yeah I think he only brought him there just for the Hodor thing okay but um yeah then Hodor becomes Hodor holding uh, the door for, holding the door he I get, how strong is he how can you hold I mean I guess there's like a, thousands of those things it's a limited space and you know like uh, I don't, I'm not a physics expert but I guess at a certain oh, point not. at a certain point they can't push any stronger because just a bunch of people pushing on each other is only so strong it doesn't like become like you know if it was like a huge door where they could all push on it or something then that'd be different but you know what I'm saying at a certain point it doesn't become anything more so I guess, but still, that seems like a lot for him to just be able to completely hold it where they don't even get out without breaking through the door. He's got the Hodor strength. And then he dies like that. Dies uh, like a man. And then like, Bran and Mira are just... Yeah. Something has to happen within the first like five seconds of them being out there or else they're like guaranteed dead. Yeah, that's the other thing. I, I was like, how are they... How, how are they possibly going to get away? Even... <laughs> It's not like they're, they're she's carrying a, a 
a paralyzed boy. She's carrying that giant on a, sled. Yeah, dude. on a giant sled. How could they possibly outrun them? Dude, any Benjamin's gonna come up and be like, "I got this. I know magic now." <laughs> And there's like still like three whites and the Knights King are just on the other side of the cave with an army behind them. <laughs> no biggie. I'm wondering, did you do you think that Hodor knew that was gonna happen? Or was it like a thing that just happened? Okay, so we're getting knew what was gonna happen. We're gonna get confusing again, okay? You ready for this? I love it. Alright. So did Hodor know, like, the whole time, like, he saw something or whatever when he was See, younger. See, he knew Bran caused that? He knew that that whole thing was going to happen. He knew that he was going to, like, uh, die. He knew that he was going to, the hold the door thing was going to happen. All that stuff. Or even just that, that he knew that hold the door was linked to why he couldn't say it anymore. I... Because he acted kind of weird when Bran asked him what happened. He acted kind of weird. I mean, I guess you would act weird anyway because it's probably traumatic in some way. But, like... You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I'm not sure. Because I didn't really see it that way the first time, but then somebody said something like that, and I was like, I don't know. Because I didn't really see it like, they didn't really play it like he knew. Because he didn't act, he, Bran had to take over him to get him to do it. Yeah. But that may be also true. Like, he didn't want to do it because he knew it was going to happen. I think it's one of those things where, like, if, the more we rewatch the series, we'll get, like, a, str- a better idea of it. Yeah. But having only seen the episode twice, I, I have... I don't have a strong enough opinion either way. Um, I have another question. I can't remember that. Oh, it was similar to that. You say some comments you have. All right, well, I mean, one thing I thought, and like other people thought in the past, was that the Three-Eyed Raven was actually a villain, mm-hmm. and that like this, that he and the Night's King were actually working together. Work, right, not like at least on the same side, and that they'd be turning a brand into like the big villain of the series. Mm-hmm. And when they showed that scene, because that's the first thing they show is the children of the forest making the other, I was like, oh shit, they're doing that. Yeah. So, I mean, I thought that was going to be the way things go, mm-hmm. but then I guess they kind of went back on that. Well, I mean, if they were doing that, I mean, it still would be possible. They, they could still say like, oh yeah, we killed the Thread Raven as a, I don't know, to trick you. Yeah. I mean, or the Night King could just be going to use Bran for some purpose or something like that to do something. Or maybe he just wants to kill Bran because he's going to be one of the only things that could stop him. Right. Uh, also, I don't really know how Bran could stop him. Yeah. Okay, so I've thought of it. We did not <laughs> break so I could think about it at all. Not at all. We didn't talk about it for ten minutes. <laughs> so, it's a continuation of what we already, already asked, what we already talked about. But, I guess since Hodor... Already in the in the timeline that we're watching, already was saying Hodor. Does that mean that basically it is like what we were talking about, and that no matter what what Brand does has already happened? Yes, and I, that it's going to happen. I think Brand what Brand does in the past has almost zero effect on the future. Yeah, he just causes the things that happen to happen. Yeah, which um, is, I'm all right with that. I don't need Brand to go back and like change history. Which is a mind fuck because it it makes you. Like you're like, but what if he does change something? Does that <laughs> does that mean so? Okay, so if he like, let me get confusing oh some more. What if okay? So let's say you let's just let's take it out of Game of Thrones. Let's say you have the same powers of brain has all that stuff works. You know the same. Again, you say you say no matter what I do, everything's gonna it's, it was already gonna happen. So doesn't that mean you should still try to do what you were gonna try to do in the first place? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
Like you, like that's what causes the things to happen. Yeah, but you don't know what the effect. The effect is always going to be the same, but you don't know what the effect is going to be. I could until it happens. You know what I'm saying? I get. I mean, yeah. You're like, I want to say. What's your issue with this? I want to take over Winterfell, so I need to go back and kill the guy who took over Winterfell. And you don't know that when you go to do it, what that's going to lead to. But it was always going to be the same. But I guess you have to go try because that might be the reason that it happens. It's like sure, no matter what you do. It's going to be the same. You don't know. It's what, what you do is predetermined. I have a migraine now. No. All right. Let's, 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 let's go move to a, out of Let's this. go to a simpler subject. Yeah. Um, I talked about Bran the Builder who built the wall. So Bran now has his mark on his arm, this nice little handprint tattoo uh-huh. that I guess wherever he goes, the Night's King can go as well. Yeah. That's one thing they don't talk about in the show is the wall is actually magic. It's mm-hmm. not just a giant wall to keep out the wildlings. The, white, the other, the, the White Walkers, even if they like tried they couldn't just walk through the wall it would stop them mm-hmm. but now let's say Bran hops on the other side mm-hmm. now the others have their like I guess take it through and Bran could oh, essentially yeah. be the reason that the wall is pointless who now whose magic makes it like that just the original I don't know the people who built the <laughs> wall because Bran the builder but it, it was there's maybe possibly a little bit of foreshadowing mm-hmm because when John leaves, he talks to Ed. He's like, don't knock her down while I'm gone. Mm-hmm. So, you could possibly have a wall. Well, we all know down. the wall's not going to last forever. They have like five people there left. So <laughs> it's not. I mean, like, I mean, like the wall itself could be destroyed. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying. They don't have anyone to protect it anymore. And realistically, like... It's best defense is itself at this point. It's magic. doesn't do anything. Like... Realistically, if something that that giant like crumbled, that would like destroy the continent. There'd be like tsunamis and hurricanes, or tsunamis at least. Hmm. I don't know. I'm not. We have a lot of serious physics and uh, scientific questions. So here we have Neil, Gra- Neil deGrasse Tyson to answer <laughs> all these questions. We should have prepared a Neil deGrasse Tyson impersonation or copied his voice first. Oh, we, we should have called him. I mean, we know him. We should have been prepared. <laughs> But, uh... Very, very good episode. Yes, it's... Oh, I don't know if it's better than... It's at least very close. To last that time. ending, I mean, that ending pretty much makes a difference, kind of, but... For me, it definitely does. Like, I wouldn't say that as much of this episode was as exciting, though. I'd say this one maybe wasn't as exciting, but it had more emotional yeah. um, connection or whatever. I just, I mean, as you can tell by how many points I had, I just am excited about the... Uh, also, we talked about this one for the longest we've yeah. ever talked about a single episode. The possibilities of all the Hodor brand, like, time travel, the spiritual place stuff is interesting to me. It's like the fact that this this show was so confusing already that people couldn't follow it and yeah. stopped watching for that fact. Now there's time travel. Yeah. I don't think they're going to take it too far. I think it's going to end up being just, like, a part of the story, but not, like, a, like a huge thing. Yeah for that reason but we will see yeah we're gonna see all that next time <laughs> yes they're gonna answer all questions first five minutes Bran's just gonna like run into he's gonna run into George R. R. Martin who's a character in the series and as he writes things in the series things happen around him he's gonna be like hey Bran this is how it goes well that's gonna be one of Bran's powers he's gonna go to go to where the writers are and just change what they write he's gonna go to the writers room well I guess not writers cause it's George R. R. Martin I, I just Did I just give a, away that R. Martin has writers? Sorry, I didn't mean to give that away. I just read a comic where like there's a character who can actually write 
changes into the royal, and I was like, this is cheating. You can't do this. Deadpool's done that a couple times, or once or twice, where you go like to the right as it kills him. Or <laughs> but anyways, that's it for this week. Join us next week. Hold the door. <laughs>